welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. John focused much of the content of his gospel on recording incidents in Jesus' ministry Matthew, Mark, and Luke had omitted. John 4, for instance, tells us, There was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come, he went unto him and besought him that would heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then said Jesus unto him, Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. The nobleman saith unto him, Sir, come down, ere my child die. Jesus saith unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. There are many lessons in these verses, but an important one is how Jesus worked with an imperfect faith to reach the goals of performing a miracle and strengthening a father's belief. Jesus' first response to the hurried, eager appeal of the father seems strangely unfeeling. Far away from the matter at hand, the poor man casts himself at the master's feet and pleads that his boy is at the point of death. And then, like a dash of cold water on his hot urgency, must have been these strange words that seemed to jump past his case altogether and be gazing beyond him. Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. What is that to do with me and my dying boy in my impatient agony? The answer is, it has everything to do with you. First, it is the revelation of Christ's striking calmness and majestic leisure. He knew his own absolute power, and he wanted this hasty, impatient nobleman to feel the serenity that is eternally in his presence like a halo over Jesus' head. In supreme wisdom, he set aside the matter of the child's illness to deal with the far deeper, most pressing urgency first, which was the nobleman's unbelieving agitation. It was appropriate to his ministry to heal the boy. It was far more needful to teach and lead the father to faith. And there is in the words, too, something like a sigh of profound sorrow. Jesus is not so much rebuking as lamenting. It is his own pained heart that speaks. He sees in the man before him more than the man's words indicated. He read in the nobleman's heart with that divine omniscience which probed below the surface the very same evil which affected so many of his class. Our Lord had just come from Samaria, the scorn of the Jews. And there he had found people who needed no miracles, whose conception of the Messiah was not that of a mere wonder worker, but of one who will tell us all things and who believed on him, not because of the signs he showed, but because they heard him themselves. His words had touched their consciences and stirred unaccustomed longings in their hearts. The nobleman's response seems as if Jesus' words had not touched him at all. He didn't try to defend himself against Jesus' implied criticism. He did not read into Jesus' words any rejection or refusal of help. It is as if he were saying, I may need teaching about many things. I am here at your mercy, both to listen to and accept however you may choose to lecture or correct me. My years as a nobleman, my education in the law of Moses and the beliefs of my fathers— have not provided me an answer that can spare my dear son to me. And so I'm prepared to reach outside all the religious and background boundaries I have ever known to receive whatever your counsel teaches me I must. I do not try to use my position as a leader in Israel to cause you to heal. I don't chafe at your words, different as they may be from what I expected. I lay at your feet, and thus on your kind heart, the very essence of my trouble and the aspect of it, Sure to reach your gracious humanity. Sir, come down here, my child, die. 
Before me, he is saying, there are a burial, an empty room, the weeping face of my fife and the family, and for giving up forever the touch of my dear son's hand in mine. Please help me. Jesus' great heart was stirred, as it always is when we lay our sorrowed as his feet. And so he answered with the words that changed everything, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him. In just that way he leads you and me into deeper faith. You see, he is still King of kings and Lord of lords. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.